you know, Sister Sherry, pain is something that we all are going to have to deal with. Right. And whenever you have pain in your body, pain is the symptoms of a greater problem. Right. Right? So when you have a headache, that headache is a symptom of something else. Mm. Something is causing that. When you have a pain in your leg and you look down and you see, oh my goodness, I got a cut. Mm -hmm. What made you aware that you had a cut and what made you aware of how I can treat that was the fact that you felt pain. Right. Had you not feel pain, you could have bled to death. Right. But because you feel pain, pain makes you aware of a problem. Mm. Another way of saying that is when you drive a car, the car has on the dashboard these lights. Right. And when those lights come on, the lights is not the problem. The lights are indicators of a problem in the car. Right. So what am I saying? These indicators tell you that something is wrong. Right. The fact that the world feels tremendous pain, the pain that we feel as human beings is an indication of a greater problem. Right. And what that problem is, is that our world is broken. Mm -hmm. Just like pain in the body indicates your body has brokenness somewhere, mm -hmm. just like the dashboard lights indicate the car is broken, pain in the world indicates that we live in a broken world. Okay. And this world is what we as people who believe in the Bible would call a fallen world. It has fallen because men are in a sinful state, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And we have the reality of death. Mm -hmm. Death entered as a result of sin. Now, what is death, right? right? Here's what I want you to understand tonight that are watching. Most people think and most people grieve because in their mind they think death is a cessation. Mm. And what I mean by cessation they think death is an end. There is no more after death. Okay. But death is not a ceasing to exist. Mm. Death is actually what the Bible would call separation. Okay. So death is not an end. Death is separation. Mm. Another way to look at that is in the Bible, in the Garden of Eden... The Bible says that Adam and Eve were told the day that you disobey and eat of this tree, you will surely die. Well, they ate of the tree, but they didn't stop existing. Right. They continued on to exist. So how is it that they died? Well, here's how they died. They were separated from the fellowship that they had with right. God. Right. So they died died spiritually when they ate from the tree, mm -hmm. immediately there was a separation that men could not boldly enter into God's throne room. They now needed a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So death is not a finality. It is a separation. Okay. And so that is spiritual death. But also what came with death is physical death. Mm -hmm. And physical death is a separation from the soul and the body. You see, your body houses your soul mm -hmm. and your body. Uh, that's why if somebody ever uh, unfortunately um, 
gets amputated right. or someone has a limb cut off, mm -hmm. you can have part of the body come off but still be filled with life. Right. Because life, the body just houses the soul. Right. And when you die, your body uh, 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 decays but your soul lives on. One way I always tell people this is that you cannot have the concept of exit without entrance. Mm -hmm. So when you look at an exit sign, you're also looking at an entrance sign. Right. Because yeah. when you exit a building, you enter something else. When you exit uh, my house, you'll enter the sidewalk. When you exit the sidewalk, you enter a car. You right. can never exit and not enter into something. Right? right? Mm -hmm. And so the Bible says in Jeremiah 1.5, before you were formed, I knew you. That's where you begun. God knew you. And you exited his thoughts and you entered mom's womb. And you exited mom's womb and you entered planet earth. And one day you will exit planet earth and you won't enter into nothing. You will enter into the real world. A world much realer than the one that we live in. A world that really has the final say in this world. And I thank God because the ruler of that world that rules this world mm. is the sovereign God and, and he does all things well. well. Yes. Now it is tough to trust him. Of course. It is tough. Uh, 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 Abraham Lincoln in the Civil War was getting ready to fight a battle mm. and he called in some preachers to pray with him. Mm -hmm. And the preachers began to pray and they said, Lord, we pray that you are on our side. As we go out to battle, we ask that you would come and be with us and be on our side. And Abe said, I'm no theologian, guys, mm. but shouldn't we change that prayer and ask that instead of God mm. coming on our side, let's begin to ask God to help us to be on his side? Right. Because being on his side is a winning side. Him coming on our side, I don't know how that's going to work out. Oftentimes, death is tough to deal with because when you're praying, you so badly want miracles. I'll be honest with you. When I read the Bible, the Bible tells you things like this. Mm. Peter was locked in a prison right. and they prayed. And as they prayed, God brought Peter out of the prison. Right. Till Peter walked to the house, they were praying, rang the doorbell. Yep. They answered the door and they were like, Peter, we're going to deal with you in a minute. Right yep. now we're praying for Peter. It was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's what you're praying for. So sometimes you pray and God gives you the exact answers you want. Right. Hallelujah. Yes. Sometimes you pray and you say, God, um, you know, when you search scriptures, you see God deliver uh, uh, in the middle of the night, Paul and Silas praying in yes, the jail yes. cell. And the Holy Spirit comes and shakes the jail cell mm -hmm. and opens the cell. Yeah. But then there are other times you see people like Stephen, yeah. the apostle Stephen, yes. who is in love with Jesus. Yep. And while preaching the gospel is being stoned to death. Yep. And he's not being delivered from the stone. Yeah. He's not being delivered from the affliction. Right. But with Stephen's life, you get an insight yeah. to the translation that occurs for the believer. Right. Now, I've never died, so I don't know how this works. Yeah. The most I have is the Bible. Yes. And what the Bible shows is that while Stephen was dying, mm. <laughs> come on somebody. Yes. While he was being afflicted, while, yes. and you can, you can make this practical to you, while you are on a sick bed, yes. getting all this treatment mm. that is afflicting you yes. or trying to save you, I don't know, yeah. 
Uh, while, while you're being persecuted, while you are a soldier on the front line, while you might have a disease in your body and you're being afflicted mm. like Stephen, while Stephen was dying, the Bible says he looked up yes. and he saw yes. Jesus yes. at the right hand of the Father. So, so it looks like he was being afflicted and, and losing life, right. but he was being right. more alive in that moment than yes. he had ever been yes, yes, absent yes. from this body yes. is to be present yes. with the Lord yes. and while they were stoning him Peter was bold enough to die holding on to the Lord yes. not that he was keeping the Lord mm -hmm. but the Lord was keeping him yes. and you know who was standing and watching that oh, yeah. who Paul. Apostle Paul come yeah. on girl high five me yes. Apostle Paul was standing right there when they were stoning yeah. Stephen yeah. and witnessing this, he probably threw a stone or two mm. or incited it. He was what we would call today a terrorist. Yes. He killed people in the name of religion. religion. Yep. He thought that he, uh, and that's not the only definition of what a terrorist right, is, okay? Right. So don't email me. But he terrorized people mm. and wanted to kill them because he felt his movement was the right movement mm -hmm. and this was the wrong way. And so 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 eventually he got knocked off his high horse oh, and yeah. ran into a man by the name of Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus rocked Paul's life so much that Paul was the one that begun to say, I have learned to rejoice when I've got a lot. Yeah. I've learned to rejoice when I don't got nothing. Yeah. I've learned to rejoice through trials. Yeah. I've learned that in a Affliction, yes. God is good. Yes. I've learned through everything that, yes. and this is why he said, godly contentment is great gain. And what he meant by that is, when you know God, right. you know that this world mm. does not have the final say. Yes. You're watching me tonight, I want you to hear me loud and clear. You can mourn, yes. but you don't mourn as those who have no hope. As a matter of fact, yes. if all we have is this life, we are miserable. Yes, yes. Because until we have a perfect solution that's ruling this broken world that can fix the problem, because when your car has an indication that the car is broken, until you fix the check engine, the engine, mm -hmm. the lights will remain on. Right, right, and right. so until we fix the problem, Death will reign. Well, I want you to know that the problem has been fixed 2,000 years. Yes. The promise of Jesus is not that there won't be trouble, right. but he said, in this world you will have trouble. Yes. But take courage yes. because I have overcome the troubles that yes. it will bring. So when are you going to reveal that? Son, you got to come to where I am to Amen. see my view. Amen. And that's why sitting in God's seat is a much better view. Yes. I said this a couple of weeks ago. We buy puzzle pieces yeah. and all we get is a picture. Yeah. But we trust the manufacturer. We trust a manufacturer who we've never met, mm -hmm. never seen, that he says this picture is exactly how this will be when, when you're done putting all the pieces together. And we look at the puzzle. We never call up Mattel and all these 
companies that I don't know if they're the ones. Whoever makes the puzzle, you never call up and be like, how do I know y'all telling the truth? Because right. I'm about to give you four weeks of my life sitting at this puzzle for three hours every night to fix this thousand. Right now, my mother's doing one. Every night, she's fixing the puzzle. I'm about to give you four months of my life trying to fix this puzzle. Are you sure all of these puzzle pieces go together? You never call the puzzle maker. The only time we want to call the puzzle maker is when it comes to our life. We want to tell God, do you know what you're doing? And God is looking at how come you don't call a puzzle maker? Well, if you could trust a puzzle maker that you've never met, that he promises this is the picture, you can trust God that all things will work together. I don't know how people can live without this hope. My father passed when I was leaving my teenage years. And I tell you, Here's the other side. When you're a believer in Christ and you lose a loved one, you mourn. But there is a tremendous peace that comes with the Holy Spirit. I'm talking about a keeping peace. That in the midst of a storm, you can be like Jesus sleeping on the boat. Mm. For you know God is in charge. Come on. There's peace that God gives. The Bible says that he's a comforter. And... He gives you peace and strength for the journey. And so when we lose loved ones, one of my favorite preachers always says in this description of how it feels. He says it's like a man who went to war and during war or in a terrible natural disaster, maybe he's in an earthquake and something fell on his hands and in order to live, he has to amputate his hand. And so what happens when he amputates or cuts off his hands The blood is gushing. The pain is the most tremendous. And he's doing everything to stop the bleeding. Because when you feel pain, really all you want to do is stop this feeling, God. So I could imagine if my cousin's family is watching tonight and his wife and his parents and whoever else is watching. I know that feeling. I know it very well. I've seen it over and over. I've seen it as a preacher when I preach to families, mm. when I get calls late nights, I've had to deal with them. I've not only seen it in others, I've dealt with it for myself. Yeah. I lost the father and I would never, ever, you know, that's the worst feeling you can have mm. to lose a loved one. And I know what that's like. And you feel like that. You want to stop it. Right. Stop the pain. Stop. You're mad. You, you know, uh, she might not like that I tell this, but I, I was there when I saw my mom, when her husband passed. Yeah. I saw her. Yeah. I saw days where she would just be in the kitchen and turn around and throw something. I don't know, yeah. What in the world? You know, I had the job of going and making sure she was all right every night and watching her as she sleeps. Yeah. She would not sleep. She would cry all through the night. That pain? It's real. But it is a pain that in the midst of it, there's something that can keep you. And so the the amputee wants to stop the pain. So let me tell you what happens over time. Mm. Over time, the pain eventually does stop. The bleeding does stop. Everything does stop. But something will always be missing. And every now and then you look over, you're reminded of something that was there that was special that you needed. 
The pain will cease, but you will always miss your loved one. Yeah. For sure. You're always going to miss your friends. Those of you who didn't lose loved ones, but you lost friends that were like loved ones, the pain is always going to be there. It will stop, but you're going to always miss them. Right? I said that wrong. The pain is going to go away, but you will always miss them. Yeah. There's a spirit that God gives called the Holy Spirit Thank that we, you, you know, the, the, yes. the third person in the triune nature of our God yes. who is able to comfort you. I close and a lot of you saying, Pastor, you ain't opened that Bible one time. Well, here's my bars. Mm. Your boy's like an amplified Bible. Whoo! You won't get that. You get it? Amplified. There's an amplified Bible yeah. that amplifies the word, yep. but amplifies to be loud. I got it. And I'm a I'm like an amplified Bible, bro. You know what I'm she be making my you, you get it, Sev? It was hot, right? There's a lot of hate ration. You see this pain that I'm dealing with? It will pass. Something gonna be missing. I wanna close to tell you. There's a song I wrote called I know how do I just switch into these modes, right? There's a song I wrote called Eternity. And in the song, I said. Trumpets blown, yes, we finally made it. Raptured home, sin is obliterated. Death was your sting, there's nothing you could do to us. No more cancer, no more corona, mm -hmm. and no more funerals. Yeah. Jamming, no more disease, no more plagues, no, no more famines. Fucking. Everything nice, rude boy, because we're now jamming. Mm -hmm. Surrounded by billions of believers joining with the angels as we give praise to Jesus. No divisions in the world. Truth replaces heresy. No more cancer. No more chemotherapy. No more crooked cops. Nobody doing time. No more welfare women on a welfare line. No more wars. No more lying politicians. And my skin color won't matter because there's no racism. It's more than a dream. I'm giving you the facts. I can't wait for the day for this world to collapse. Because this world is filled with all that type of pain. Hallelujah. Yes. This world is filled with hurt. Yeah. It's filled with pain. Yeah. But there's a world that Paul talks about. Yes. And Paul says in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 17. This is what he said, y'all. He said, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like preaching in this room. He said, our light, he describes what he's been going through. And if anybody who has been through something, yeah. it's Paul. Yeah. He said, what I'm going through now is light work. Mm. And the light work of what I have to go through mm. is actually achieving something in me. Mm. He said, the momentary, and I love that word momentary. Let me highlight these words. Because it means, momentary means it don't last always. Right. Come on, somebody. Right. Troubles don't last always. Thank you, Lord. Our momentary afflictions, our momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory mm. that far outweighs mm. them all. Mm. Some people would say, 
If I could live in a world of turmoil and just stay here, I, I could find a way to deal with the turmoil. But he said, the tragedy that you're facing, what God has for us, right. when you put them on scales, what you're going through mm. is nothing compared to what you're going to. And if you knew what you were going to, yes. you would look at what you're going through yes. as light work. Right. Come right. on, somebody. Right. Come on, somebody. Yes. You know, it's like somebody yes. who trades stocks, mm. right? I, I'm into the stock market. Mm. Hallelujah. And so there are times when you might purchase a stock mm. and, you know, you read all the analysts and they say this stock is going to climb mm. and you put a lot of money into it. Mm. And then you look back. And the stock drop and drop and drop and drop. And you watch every dime you put in. Mm. But there's something that insiders have, right? Mm. Now, it's, it's illegal if you're in the company and you know something you're not supposed to tell. Mm. It, it, so if I know this stock or this company is about to do something great, mm -hmm. I'm not allowed to tell because then I'm going to shift the market mm -hmm. and I'm a shift. I'm supposed to, you know, whatever information I have, I'm not supposed to influence when I'm connected to the product. Mm, I see. But let's say, for instance, I bought this stock and it begun to drop. Mm. But the insider told me, son, don't worry. The pain of watching all your money decrease mm. is nothing compared to what's going to happen in a month with this stock. Right. It's going to go up. 50 times more than what you bought it for, mm. and you will be a millionaire. If I knew that, then what is happening now to the stock mm. doesn't bother me anymore. Right. You know why it doesn't right. bother me anymore? Because I know in a month yes. what's going to happen yes. outweighs what I've been through. Yes. And Paul says, yes. it might look like we are dropping and hurting right. and being right. persecuted and being uh, 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 beaten and stricken. And, but he said, if you only knew what awaits us, yes. this is nothing yes. compared to what we're going to. Yes. You know, it's like when you watch a game on replay. Mm -hmm. Now all they do for the sports channel is show you repeats. Okay. And so the most popular one is the Jordan, uh, the Jordan videos. Okay. And here's what's funny is that sometimes I'm watching these old clips in the last dance mm -hmm. and I'm seeing old uh, uh, games that I saw. And I'm reliving those moments of how I oh, wow. felt in those moments that uh, 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 is Jordan going to beat Detroit? Right. Is, is he going to overcome this moment? And, and the funny thing is now that I watched it, I got those feelings, but they don't affect me like they did right. then. Because right. then I didn't know the outcome. Yep. And so I watched it with nervousness, not knowing who my team was. My team at the time was the Knicks. My team at the time, if Jordan was playing another team, I, if I didn't like Charles Barkley, I, I didn't care. I wanted Barkley to smash um, right. Jordan to beat. So, right. you know, you were sitting there and you were watching like, uh, I don't know how this is going to end. And when you watch a game, you start praying for them. You're like, Lord, <laughs> Lord, I don't know. You start researching if Michael Jordan is a Christian. Lord, he's a Christian. Bless him. I do that with Steph Curry. Be like, Lord, you, you got to let Steph Curry win. He's a believer. Come on, Lord. You know how this goes. I, you know, you pray all those types of prayers that was then but now that I know the outcome I watch and I remember how I felt but I say watch what Jordan gonna do right. I call I called shy and I said the other night I said shy look and I rewound it about four times Jordan did a play I said look 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 shy was like yeah yeah he's dope dad he went back to his game he doesn't understand that in that moment it revealed what the outcome was and now that I know the outcome 
what I went through then doesn't compare to what I see now. Right. And let me tell you, God has already promised that our momentary afflictions mm. is nothing compared. It is only achieving for us. Mm. And that achieving part means that God is not just afflicting or allowing affliction for no reasons, mm. but it's working. Okay. It's doing something. You know, and I'm going to close. I, I know we wanted to do our show. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I see people say this. Mm. Death is causing me to lose my faith. Or it is rocking my faith. Right. I understand what they mean. Right. But you know what the truth is? What's that? If you are expecting to learn God only through right. good times, right. you will never know God. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. If you are expecting to understand God, through nothing but joy, mm. you will never know, not the God of this Bible. Mm. The God of this Bible allows people to go in fiery furnaces. Yes. Allows them to fall into Daniel's lion's den. Yes. Allows them to go from a pit yes. to a jail. Yes. He allows trials. Yes. Do you understand? Yes. And so when people tell me the, the, my faith is shaken in this trial, mm. I, I almost want to tell them no. Your faith is not being shaken. It's that the trial is trying to achieve something. Yes, yes. It's trying to see when you were shouting six weeks ago in church yes. before the pandemic. Right. When you were shouting March 8th, mm. Jehovah has the final say. The trials come to say, do you really believe that? Yeah. Do you really believe that? When it's all said and done, Jehovah will lift his hands in triumph. Yes. And the world, every knee will bow and confess yes. that he's Lord to the glory of God. Yes. These things are working. Here's the other thing. Death is a part of life. Yeah. I'm a strange bird when it comes to these things. Mm. But the most happiest moment of, of some of our lives, pain is already present. You just don't know it. Mm. You say, what are you talking about? A mother who gives birth to a child is ecstatic. The father is ecstatic. Mm. They come in. They kiss the little baby. They're excited about the baby. Oh, my gosh. They put all the, you know, dad buy a shirt for him. Say, dad, daddy's boy or daddy's girl. Mommy just watch me. Or, you know, they got all the yeah. funny things and they're excited. Here's what we never think about. The fact that we hold a child. One day that child will have to face mm. mortality. Mm. And that same child that is bringing joy, mm. that life will also attach to it. Grows and lives to see many years. It don't matter when. Mm. When they pass, that same child will cause pain in many lives. Right. Attached to joy is pain. Yeah. And what gets you through that pain is the Spirit of God. Mm. And there's only one place where pain doesn't reign. Yes. Oh, boy, I wish I had yes. eternity to play. Yes. What's that second verse? What, what, what the second verse said, what? Presence all around us, wrapped in His love. It was part of the plan. I'm finally rich, resting in Christ's hands. 
This place, you sneezing doing my work. Yes. Listen, listen. This place is so amazing. Who wouldn't love it? If we tried to describe it, we would never do it justice. Mm. As amazing as it is, though, let me be clear. None of the amazing things won't matter if Jesus wasn't there. Right. You see, for me, he was beaten. He was hung up on the cross. I really don't deserve that place. I should be lost, but I'm not. I'm going to be in a place where joy is outpouring, where unborn babies survives the abortion, poverty. Oh, man, it all cease. Knowledge will cease. There'll be no need to be speaking in tongues. They say, what are you talking about, pastor? Because the Bible says that which is perfect will finally come. Well, what is that which is perfect? There's only one perfect. Yes. So you won't need knowledge or to search knowledge because all will be revealed. Yes. One look at Jesus' yes. face. Yes. That which finally has come. See, love conquers hate. Love is much better. He is love. That's why it says love remains forever. Yes. And I want you to know that we serve a God yes. who has got a place prepared. Yes. I know this is not preached in church often anymore. Yeah. We, and I, I get it. We preach sir, sermons about becoming the best you mm. and sermons about, you know, chasing your dreams and starting that business. And I'm not against that. That's cool. We need that. But the reality is, even the business that you start won't bring you satisfaction. Right. Matter of fact, when you launch that business, the joy that you feel, know that attached to it is pain. Because <laughs> yeah. the, the business is going to have bills. <laughs> Pandemic is going to hit the business. <laughs> people going to quit in the business. Yeah. You're going to have to deal with people in the business. Yes. So with the joy comes pain. But in the pain... God is teaching you not to attach yourself to a painful world, but come closer because one day you're going to come home to a new world. Yes. There is no doubt in my mind yes. that my cousin had faith in Jesus. Yes. As his yes. son reminded us, oh, yeah. when we got together to pray, his son said, Daddy said, don't cry, just pray. Yep. And I say to my family and I say to everybody hurting, take the advice from that little child. Oh, yeah profound yes. a child shall lead yep. them why because in prayer anxiety goes yes. in prayer pain is lifted yes. don't cry but if you must cry cry unto yes. god yes. for he's the author and finisher of your faith i want to pray with you tonight if you don't know jesus as yes. lord and savior and you don't have that hope you can have that hope tonight yes. his name is jesus and i want you to pray with me and ask him to come into your heart and then afterwards we're going to pray and I'm going to pray for myself and my family and, and uh, my brother's family and all that is connected to him. And I'm going to pray, take your prayer request. But first, let's pray with those that want to accept Christ. Pray with me, Sister Sherry. Father God. Father God. And you can repeat this prayer at home too. Say, Father God. Father God. I ask you. I ask you. To come into my heart. Come into my heart. Forgive me. Forgive me. Of every sin. Every sin. I thank you. I thank you. That you have prepared a place. That you have prepared a place. Beyond this world. Beyond this world. For me. For me. 
that my soul will rest in your hands. Father, forgive me of every sin. Break the strongholds of sin. Free me from it. I put my trust in what you did by dying for me. That fixed the problem. Death will not reign. Death is not a finality. Death is not a finality. Death is not a ceasing of my life. Death is not a ceasing of my life. But when I go, when I go I'll be with the Lord. I will be with the Lord. I thank you for raising from the dead. I thank you for raising from the dead. That was the guarantee. That was the guarantee. That death, that death has no power. Has no power. And Father, and Father, I receive you, I receive you into, my heart into my heart as Lord, as Lord and, Savior. and Savior. In Jesus' In name. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for watching once again. We pray blessings on you and your family. And we're doing a tremendous work here in New York City. We believe the Lord has called us here. It cost us. We are grateful for everyone that sows into our ministry. And if you're watching and you feel led to sow, you can go to churchcityusa.com. You can sow into our ministry. Hey, listen, every bit help. It doesn't matter how big or small. We bless God for you. And uh, we love you. And we want to continue to do the work of the ministry. Thank you. This is your boy, and I'm out.